Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show. Today, episode 207. It's Friday, June 28th. I'm your host, Kellen. with me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hi, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So thanks for joining us on this fabulous Friday after... Friday. Well, it's Friday morning, actually, still here out west. A uh, little bit earlier show today because I'm not going to lie... USA, USA, USA. The Women's World Cup is in uh, well two hours at our normal slot. So yeah, we're we're early because uh, World Cup is today. Uh, so anyway, thanks for joining us a little bit earlier. Good show, plenty of topics, kind of some spread out from the last couple of weeks. Uh, we do have trivia at the end of the show. If you're new around here and you're watching live, we do trivia at the end of every show where you can win fabulous prizes. We put up questions, you put up answers. It's fun. To uh, this way, this week today, we're giving away ten dollars in Google Play credit to everyone who wins. So five people will get ten dollars in Google Play credit. Uh, also, final reminder for donations: if you've been following along with us for at least the last two months, we said that we were taking donations during the show, and after two months, so at the end of June, we were going to donate. 100% of whatever came into the Oregon Humane Society, take care of some animals. And uh, yeah, we're at the end of June. This is the last Friday of June, so the last day. So donations, if you if you want to, donate 100%. And uh, we'll have two months worth. We're going to total them up, tell you how much you guys have donated um, once we've actually had a chance to look at all of that. And then share that with you, donate, all that stuff. It's going to be awesome. Um, So Oregon Humane Society, today is the last day for donations. And speaking of that, a whole bunch have already rolled in even before we started. It looks like Ryan Coor dropped 70, I believe those are rupees. Those rupees. I believe you're right. 70 rupees. PC747 dropped 20 bucks. Eric Ortiz dropped 10 bucks. Dom Citro dropped two. Nick Fisher dropped two. Oh, sorry. Dom said, hey, dad. Nick said, gotta make use of this free free super chat. And Alex dropped two bucks. So if people are dropping $2, and as Nick said, free super chat. So if you're watching on YouTube, I think almost everyone has a free super chat, um, which is like the way you get your comments promoted and donate and things like that to channels. So I wish I could give you instructions on how to do that, but I don't actually know. There's probably like a little dollar sign in the comment box or something like that. And most yeah. people have a free $2 super chat. So if you want to use your free $2 to donate to the Oregon Humane Society, now is your chance. Uh, Sarah Washington drops five bucks, says, Sup, DL peeps, got to get my last donation in for all our animal friends. And then Alex yes. followed that up with another five bucks. Uh Oh, we're off to a good start today. Yeah, good good final, start, guys. Good final donation show here. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's see. As far as topics go, bunch of stuff. Uh, but first, two announcements. We're, we got two giveaways going on right now on the site. We're giving away a Huawei tablet. And then we're also giving away a bunch of Mophie juice packs. Uh, so the juice packs are for Galaxy S10 family. What do we have? Two for the S10, two for the Plus, and one for the E? Correct. So Mophie juice packs, if you guys don't know, are their battery packs that you attach onto your phone. They give you extra battery. They have pass-through charging and all that stuff. Mophie's like the big brand that does that. Uh, so Mophie juice we have five of those. That contest is live now and runs through Tuesday, July 2nd. And then the second contest is for a Huawei MediaPad M5 Lite. And uh, that we got one of those to give away. And that contest also runs through Tuesday, July 2nd. So two contests. They're on the site. Go get them. Get yeah, stuff. If you're not happy with Google Play credit, this is your opportunity to win other prizes through the website. So Lots of free stuff this week. Good luck. Yep. Uh, Philip just dropped a dollar. Thank you, Philip. 
Cheers, Philip. All right, so a couple giveaways. We got trivia at the end of the show. Last day of donations. Last day. It's a, big last, day. It, it's, a it's a good show. And, and then uh, and USA is going to dominate France here in like two hours. Oh God, don't jinx it, please. Probably just did. Probably yeah. just did. Thanks, commentator. Yeah. All right. Uh, topics. Let's dive into some. Uh, the the big news probably to start well today anyway is uh, Galaxy Note 10 or Note 10 Plus Whew. potentially. So uh, someone on Twitter Tech Talk TV uh, dropped some blurry cam pics. Well, a couple are blurry. One's not too bad of what is allegedly the Galaxy Note 10 Plus. And this person also what said that. This is the plus, not a pro. Like, there's probably going to be a Note 10 and a 10 plus, not a 10 and a 10 pro, like has been rumored. Yeah. Whatever. It's a plus versus a pro. Um, the pictures of it, though, they match up exactly to the CAD CG renders that we saw a few weeks ago from on leaks. They show a very squared off Note device with a little hole punch camera centered at the very top of the device. Slim, slim, slim bezels. We do have buttons on there. Uh, not surprising, but to see it in the flesh, in like a real version, it's, well, first of all, it's very square, but rectangular, I should say. But it's like super crazy wild all display. Assuming these are real, right? Like the all displayness of this is like another level, don't you think? Uh, it looks really hard to use. Yes, was, very. I was trying... I was trying to understand um, the finger, um, or excuse me, the power button on the right side. You know, I'm I'm trying to put it into like this actual size, and again, that power button just looks way up there on that top right side. Mm -hmm. So completely unusable in my book, and you'll just probably have to tap on the display and use the fingerprint reader or whatever, like you did on the S10 and S10 Plus. But uh, other than that, with that little cutout there. It looks cool. Like back in the day, this would have been a made. This would have shocked and wowed. Yeah. Except now we're like, eh, there's like better ways to implement it. Like I, I enjoy what one the OnePlus does the with up, the pop yeah. out camera and all that. And now what? Who is that? Oppo, Oppo. or is it Vivo? Yeah, and Oppo's got un, uh, in display cameras. Like I think we're are we past the cutouts and the notches and all that? Like I feel like there's other solutions now. So. It looks cool, don't get me wrong, and I love right. the placement over the S10 Plus placement, the S10 placement where it's in the corner pushing out your icons, right? right. This is going to allow your icons just to sit naturally in, everything up in that can bar. Everything can be separate now, right? Exactly. You got notifications totally here, cool. status stuff over here, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, the phone's a trip. Like, it looks... It looks it pretty looks wild. All display. I'm sure that display is going to be unbelievably right. awesome, like all Samsung AMOLED panels are these days, so... I'm sure it'll be good. As Eric Ortiz in the chat says, good symmetry, uh, much better symmetry than what we've seen yeah. from Samsung already. So, yeah, if you're big on the OCD stuff, then this this looks good. It's good. Yeah, the only problems I have are exactly what you just said. I don't know how the hell you're going to use this thing because there is zero bezel and it's huge. And so, I mean, your hand, palm, touches, all that stuff could be a huge issue. But... It looks crazy. It, it looks really cool, um, but also very square, very, uh, yes, potentially very difficult to use. I'm not a fan of the naming. Um, why does there need to be a Note 10 Plus? I, I mean, the Note was already sort of like a Plus yeah. device in and of itself. It's got the S Pen. It always has. 
top tier specs right. and it's large and in charge. Uh, so adding a plus to it, I don't quite understand if the plus one say features 5G and another one doesn't or or if there is that smaller one, then why not just call this the Galaxy Note 10 5G like they did with the Galaxy S10 5G? That thing's even bigger than the plus. And that's not a plus. It's not it wasn't the Galaxy S10 plus 5G, it was just the 5G and we knew it was huge camera setups and stuff. I I don't understand the the naming scheme we got going on here. It's well, whatever, but I'm just come assuming on. there's also going to be a 5G version, so we'll probably have three Note 10s, right? I, I don't know the, for sure. I, <laughs> I, to be honest, I haven't followed the Note 10 story that much, uh, but my guess is because like the Galaxy S10 and there's four models, if we're gonna have a plus version of the Note 10, I would not be shocked. If there's also a Note 10 5G, so we'll have like three. Uh, yeah, the plus thing is a little bit weird with the Note, as you said. The Note's always been kind of a big device. And I think earlier reports suggested that even the small Note 10, the non-plus, isn't going to be small. Like, it's not going to be like S10e small or something. Like, so it's still going to be big. So the plus, you're assuming, is bigger. And then how do they make it additionally a plus? Like, maybe there's a ceramic version, right? Like, like with the the regular S10 plus, it only, it's the only one that comes in ceramic. So it's like a plus upgrade, right? So maybe, maybe the Note 10 plus comes in ceramic. And then maybe there's like an extra like gig version of storage or something. I mean, right? Like, so they'll give you higher tiers of things, which gets it to plus. But it is a little bit weird just because the Note 10 was already the, I don't want to call it stuff and things because that's an LG phone. But, you know, like the Note 10 had the extra stuff and things that that other phones didn't. So, yeah, I don't know why we need like two to three versions of the Note, but I guess options are fine, right? Options are great. Uh, I just... I, I like tech matter in the chat. He's saying the S10 Plus Note <laughs> Pro 5G. I mean, yeah, we might as well get crazy with it. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, of course, it's a Note phone. This thing is going to be popular, you know, yeah. unless it explodes. And people are going to love it. Uh, the Samsung fanboys are, are going will defend it to the death. <laughs> and, and bless their hearts. At least One UI is fun to use now. Like, I'll, I'm going to give this phone a shot. I'm I'm a Note fanboy. Sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be a really really good phone. But yeah, like I already know it's just it'll be way too big and squared off. So I probably won't and like it. Curved display. Yeah, and the curved display and all that stuff. But I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be an excellent phone for those who like phones that size and shape. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to be just down the middle with the Note. I don't. I don't have like. I don't have a dislike for the Note line. There's been past Note phones that I really really enjoyed. This one just looks way You've too never big and square. Overly been a fan though. No, well, the, what was it? The the one that exploded was like the first Seven. year. Yeah, I was like, I love this you were phone. Like, yeah, you dig it, and then it exploded. Yeah, and so then stop it liking night phone, uh, note phones, yeah. please. It's, yeah, when I start liking things, they just everything. They goes just bad. tend to go up in fire. <laughs> Uh, a couple of donations I missed. Leonard dropped a dollar, and then Ryan just dropped two bucks and said Note 10 Plus or Google Pixel 4 XL. Well, I mean, I will probably be a Pixel 4 XL guy just because I like Google stuff over Samsung's often. And the Note 10, like I just mentioned, will be too big. I'd rather just use an S10 versus that because it'll just be ginormous. They'll have the same processor, I'm sure. The Pixel 4, uh, I just I got this gut feeling about it. Maybe it's just that, you know, that Google fanboy in me that this phone's going to be hot and it's going to be the dope. It It's going to be sweet. I don't know why. but Yeah, I'll probably get over the square camera thing. 
even though I think it's ugly. It's like, on the back. It, right, it's on the back. So I'll probably get over it at some point. Right now, I obviously don't love it. I'll get over it at some point, and I'll be on board, I'm sure, just because I'm a fan of Google Phone. Yeah, if it's got some sweet face unlock and all that, like it could be sweet. Brandon says, stay away from Samsung Pay. Kellen can't have that blowing up. All right, I Wait. won't say anything nice about right. Samsung Pay. <laughs> you stick it to the terminal, and the terminal just goes up in flames. Yes. That'd be kind of dope. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we got a bunch of random Google news from the last couple of weeks. So last week, uh, The Verge put out this report, which I'm, I still haven't seen anything from Google on this, by the way. But The Verge put out this report that Google is ready to make RCS the thing, finally. After like four years or something of talking about RCS and how it was going to be the next messaging system that everyone would adopt and carrier partners and manufacturing partners and everyone was on board... Finally, Google says, look, we're, we're sick of waiting for all of you. And so we're just going to do this on our own. And we're just going to start pushing RCS services out to... actually shouldn't say RCS services because that's like rich communication services services. Yeah. RCS... I don't even know how to say it then. They just want to start pushing RCS out to phones without the help of carriers. They're just going to say... And they're starting in like Europe. I think the UK and France have seen go live in the last couple of days. And they're just going to use their their Jibe platform, fire it up, turn it on for people. And we're talking what should be almost any Android phone, not just Google's Pixel phones or select handsets. They're just saying, we can turn this on. You just have to install the Google or Android messages app. And they'll turn it on. You'll have RCS. So that's great. Um, we don't know if it's coming to the US. We... Because again, Google hasn't really said anything. Like they, they obviously sat down and did some interviews with The Verge, and they put together this whole thing that says like RCS is coming, we're finally ready. But they and they said they'll they'll push it to additional countries throughout the year, but not once did they mention the U.S. And you know, this is just the like the 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 pessimist in me, but like. I don't think this will happen in the U.S. And, and 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 I could be completely wrong, but every time these things happen, when you start involving carriers, the U.S. carriers just go, no. And then Google goes, okay. Like Apple's the okay. only one that has ever said, you're not touching anything on our phone, on our software. You're not touching, you're not putting your crappy bloatware, even your My Verizon app. Like none of this stuff are you ever going to do? And the carriers went, okay, you're Apple. And then everyone else tries to do it. And, <laughs> they the, and bully the, Google. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, like Google can't ever do anything it wants to do. I know they, they install its stock Android on Google phones, but like early on, it certainly wasn't. So I just have a bad feeling that like in the US, like at some point, because Google hasn't even addressed it, they're going to go, we're still working with our US carrier partners. And we're just going to go, oh, Jesus when you when you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself, unless you're Google, and then you still do it wrong. And then you still do it wrong. Yeah, we the fact that they haven't made an announcement about this, and they used that Verge post sort of as an announcement. They haven't detailed the plans themselves or anything. No. And and there was a lot of uh, vagueness yes. going on in that Verge post, anyways. So we still don't know what's going on. Um, RCS has been a big old Charlie Foxtrot. And I'm sick of it. I'm over it. My brother texted me. He's like, hey, man, like, what phone should I get if I want to, you know, uh, take advantage of RCS? It's like, take advantage of RCS? What are you talking about? Like, what? what is that? <laughs> so I just said, dude, you got 
you got hangouts you're talking to me on hangouts right now like that i would use that over texting and rcs and all that stuff so just uh stick with hangouts you'll be all right or whatsapp i don't know man rcs that's one of those topics i do not like discussing it's it's actually not a lot of fun because nah. like i still remember the first post we wrote it was an mwc and we said google is doing I- another I think at the time we framed it as another app, like another messaging app. And they said, this time, this is going to be the one that goes to all carriers. And that wasn't they first, I think that was 2000, it was either 15 or 16, I thought. Maybe it was seven, maybe it's only been two years. I don't know. I thought it was more like three. Um, and then Sprint was like, we're on board, let's do this. And Sprint started rolling Sprint. out RCS pretty quickly, right? Yeah. And since then, nothing has happened. And then last year, there was this this big talk about RCS and how Google's rebranding it to chat. Right, which is confusing as hell since they're gonna have a Hangouts chat. Um, so that's Google adding to the confusion, and then it was like, well, it's happening now. Like the carrier partners have signed on; they're gonna start enabling it, and then no one started enabling. Like T-Mobile kind of did on this phone, and then this phone has their own RCS platform, which doesn't work with Google's. And then Verizon's doing the same thing; like they only gave it to the Pixel Three, not the Pixel Two or One. And then now the Galaxy S9 has RCS, but it's not Google's platform, so they don't connect. Like it's the stupidest thing ever. And so Google says they are, and in the UK, in France, everywhere else in Europe, sure, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Here, I just I I have my doubts that it'll happen for a long time still. Yeah, uh, Scott uh, Scott McDonald in the chat was saying, why can't Google just build out Android messages like iMessage? And that's always been sort of what the Android people want. They want their own sort of, well, a message, Android message. Uh, I don't know what the deal with that is. Like, does Apple hold a patent on something that is, like, critical (laughs) to the success of iMessage that makes it special? I have no idea. I don't know anything about iMessage. I've never used it before. Probably never will. I think Google probably has to be somewhat careful well this sounds weird because obviously apple's not careful and they just put iMessage on everything and it's just the default and it just does it but google's obviously been in in trouble particularly in europe by forcing their stuff right um so if they put a default messaging app that's that's like and they like say they bundle that with the android or the google apps package and force android manufacturers to do that which is the only way it really gets adopted heavily then i think they could get into some trouble but at the same time like you should try <laughs> and and what they're doing it's worth the fine yeah and what they're doing according to the verge is they're going to make it an opt-in thing so like it's not just rcs isn't just on by default you have to like turn it on or they'll prompt you and say do you want to turn it on you say yes so they're kind of working around that, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I don't think any of us know why they haven't just tried to build the iMessage for Android. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. This is kind of the way they can do it because they have their Jive platform, which they use for RCS, and they could, they basically have it built into Android messages, as far as I know. And obviously, they're showing that they can just turn it on for every single phone if they want. Uh, I'm not sure why they're, why they don't just do it, but there's clearly some hurdles they need to get by or some carriers standing in their way. Right. Uh, Chris Jennings in the chat says, I'd like to think I'm a pretty tech savvy guy, but messaging confuses the hell out of me. SMS, RCS, iMessage, Google voice, etc. I never really know which, which behind the scenes technology is sending my message. Dude, you're not alone. You're not alone. Uh, half the time I have no idea what's going on. So, so by default, I have my phone send out, um, via Google Voice, my phone calls. Yeah. Except sometimes, do you want to 
use your carrier number or your voice number? Do you want to send this message via SMS or voice? I'm like, I thought, like, it's the most confusing yeah. thing ever. And this isn't just an Android problem, I think. I don't think iPhone users are out there worried about yeah. who's sending their message or what, you know, service they're using. Well, what do they worry about? The green bubble or something, which means you're an oh, Android, like, peasant. <laughs> yeah, pleb. Yes. Android pleb. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing they worry about. Otherwise, they just open the messaging app and they send yeah. stuff and it just works no matter who they're sending it to. Just some get a slightly better experience and it's color coded so they know. What, they know if they're talking to a peon. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you. I use Hangouts for most because, I again, we've talked about this a lot, but I got my whole family and everyone I knew on Hangouts a long time ago. And then I have Google Voice to do my calling and my actual texting because that's my my Google Voice number is my phone number that I tell people. Right. So I use those two. Um, and then every once in a while, I get a message like through Google's Messages app, which is usually like a text from my carrier saying my bill's ready. So I kind of have that that I check every once in a while to make sure I didn't miss a message or something. So you yeah, have like three going on. Typically, it's like 90% Hangouts, but... Often I have to go into these other ones. I would love a single messaging app. And I think we all thought that was like maybe going to be Allo at some point, And then they just gave up. So, well, we thought it was going to be Hangouts too. And they gave up <laughs> on that. So yeah. it's it's still a mess. So yes, if you're confused, Pathetic. I think we're all confused. Well, yeah, Chris Jennings just mentioned something about Hangouts and how it has Google Voice in it. If like, if you're on Google Fi, well, I don't know if you mentioned the Google Fi part. But yeah, like remember there was at one point where Google Voice integrated with Hangouts and then they pulled it back out except if you were on Google Fi. So like Google Fi people still have that integration of voice and Hangouts, but no one else. I mean, like it's just the level of confusion is something else. Ding. Yeah. Yep. Get it out of here. So anyway, RCS is sort of happening. Google. Maybe. You suck at messaging. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> it seems like it shouldn't be this hard, but it is for them. Yeah. Uh, All right. Another Google news. Um, Google has announced that they are no longer making tablets for the time being. Uh, So Computer World actually weighed in with this first. They said there was an internal meeting at Google where they talked about how they were working on a couple of tablet projects, probably smaller tablets, and they canceled them. Um, And then Google came out and confirmed it, including Rick Osterlo, who's the head of hardware. He came out and said, yes, we're solely focused on building laptops. uh, And they're still, yeah, they're still committed to supporting like the pixel slate, uh, but they're no longer going to make any new tablets. Um, Google out here waving the white flag for Apple and the iPad. Come on, man. Have a little bit of fight in you. Gosh. They don't, though, because Rick. they don't ever go all in on this stuff. It's like we just talked about with RCS, right? How we're, we're, we're saying, just do it, Google. Just go all in on messaging, do the RCS thing, and they won't. Same thing with tablets. Early on, they kind of tried with the Nexus, the couple of Nexus 7 tablets that were good. But like the Nexus 10, that Samsung built thing was one of the worst tablets ever made, performance wise and all sorts of stuff. And then they created the Nexus 9 from HTC. And how many issues did the Nexus 9 have? So at, at that time, they were letting other people build them. So it wasn't all Google's fault, but their tablet history is not great. Uh, obviously, the two Nexus 7s I mentioned were good. And then the Pixel Slate. I'm sorry, not the Pixel Slate. The Pixel C was actually a decent tablet. It was just super expensive, I think, and no one really understood why it existed. It was fancy. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Um, and then the Pixel Slate now is 
an absolute disaster of a product and it runs Chrome OS and has kind of a janky tablet mode and the Android app support in Chrome OS still isn't that great. And uh, I know we have some readers that have told me that they think the Pixel Slate is a great product. I think they all use it in, in sort of the desktop laptop mode with a keyboard attached because it's not the worst there. As a tablet, though, it's a disaster and it is awful and no one should spend 900 bucks on it or whatever it costs these days. So anyway, the Slate sucks and Google is giving up on tablets for now. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> whatever happened, uh, I think I was, I was talking to you. I was like, man, whatever happened to like the Nexus 7? Didn't that thing sell like hot cakes <laughs> and then they just disappeared? Yeah. I don't understand. The Nexus 10 was somewhat cool. Um, but these these big old tablets, like I like the more portable. You know, something like, oh, you're on, you're on the road trip. Throw that thing at the kid. Yeah. Whack him in the head with it. And then they're there with that in the car. Like... These are good media consumption devices, which is all they ever are because the Android world ecosystem sucks for tablets. App developers don't want to make special tablet apps because tablets aren't selling because Google's not really backing, you know, that hardware very much. So, you know, it's it was like a lose lose situation going on there. And uh, bless the partners, Huawei, Samsung. I think still making a couple of cheapy LG, maybe they're basically. Uh, Yeah, and uh, Google says they're still going to support them. Uh, Oh, good luck. Good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, they (laughs) kind of have to with this Pixel Slate because it's brand new. And then they have partners that are still making Chrome OS tablets. So they have to evolve and and improve that tablet OS and UI. But it's just not good. We had somebody ask the other day, like, what tablet should they buy? They were like, all I want is a stocked Android tablet that is runs well and a decent size and that doesn't exist the only stock one i think that anyone's talking about right now is walmart introduced some cheap tablet that's like 60 or 70 bucks but the specs on it are really low end the display's like not it's like barely above 720p like it's not a high-end tablet and that's why it's 60 bucks little qhd yeah little pen tile yeah so there isn't if you want to buy a tablet you have samsung and huawei or you should just buy an iPad, which I'm probably going to tell you, just go buy an iPad. Like, just buy an iPad. All your Google apps are on it. The only problem is if you've bought a bunch of apps through Google Play, those obviously aren't going to be there. But like Google Play Movies, like say, like for, for example, me, all my movie collection is in Google Play Movies. And so we have an iPad that, you know, my son uses on road yeah, trips. Well, yeah, but he can, Google Play Movies is on there. You just can't buy anything. Oh. But so your, oh, your library is all there. Yeah. So th- there are some workarounds, but yeah, just buy just buy an iPad. Samsung tablets are fine. Clinton says he has a Tab S4, and I think that was the last high-end one they made. I think we're all waiting for the Tab S5 right now because they have an S5e. But uh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, there's just there's not very many options. I would I would seriously just say buy an iPad. I know it sucks, but Apple won the tablet thing years ago and has continued to be the tablet kings, and Android manufacturers have given up. I still don't personally have any use for a tablet, so it's no big deal. I would much rather just use a laptop uh, if I'm trying to get actual work done, real productivity. I know you uh, Android tablet people want to understand real productivity. Um, same for you Chrome OS people. Uh, you you don't obviously know what real, producti- <laughs> real productivity looks like. Um, so... I know we've had that argument before, and I love that argument. I know you just um, hate Chrome OS because you don't understand it. 
Yeah, that's fine. Something like that. I like real apps, not web-based jankathons. <laughs> I live in a browser all day, like sure. on this Mac I'm using, and so Chrome OS works for me because I just live in a browser anyway. So it works, yeah, that makes sense. Unless I want to do anything like bless edit, your heart, like edit photos or video. Yeah, Any, anything real. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone does that, edits photos and videos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, all I ever hear are people, uh, you know, Android bloggers complaining about this stuff, and that's because we all do the same thing, right? We all edit videos, edit photos, etc., write posts. Like, it's so stupid. Anyway, it's like a big bubble of like, ah. Oh yeah, we're totally in this really ridiculously absurd bubble of well, what we do is what matters. Yeah, right. like like a Chromebook. So like my dad and my stepmom and my wife all use Chromebooks for what they do. So my stepmom runs her own business. My wife runs her own business. And my dad just for in his casual time uses a Chrome, like they all use Chromebooks and they, and it works just and fine. They work just fine because they don't need to edit photos and edit video. <laughs> like yeah. those are the, like the things that are missing. So not everyone's a YouTuber. I can't believe it. That's right. Not everyone's a YouTube wannabe media, whatever guy influ- sure. influencer. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, tablets, I don't think anyone's that disappointed there. Nah. Oh, we're giving away a tablet. Uh, if are. you forgot, yes, we are. Um, if you want to experience the the majesty of Android tablets, giving away a Huawei tablet over on the site. So go check it out. <laughs> yes, indeed, we are. Is that the one that they announced at CES? Like it's brand new, right? So, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so, an <laughs> additional Android Google news. Tim uh, this week decided to share some thoughts on why Android is a boring cesspool oh. of death. Android, it's a mess, <laughs> believe me. Uh, so, you know, back in the day, I was super excited for Google I.O. We would get the the reveal of the new features and all that stuff. And now with the Android beta program, it's such a slow rollout but that by the time the public release happens and we, we know the name and all that stuff, I'm already over it. It's old news. I've had it running on my phone for almost a year. And poor Samsung people, they won't have it for another six months. So there's something about Android right right now and the way that it's rolling out is so boring. I don't think what helped is that the uh, was that the distribution numbers uh, weren't getting updated, so we had no idea about, you know, it, it, was Pi even getting out to the people? No. And, and we know that it is now because Galaxy S10 launch numbers have been included. Oh. So they cheated. That uh, to make cheating. Yeah, to make it look like Pi is somehow getting out to more phones. Oh, there's something going on here. Where's my tinfoil? Um, either way. <laughs> yeah, where is the tinfoil? It's been a while since the tinfoil's been brought out. I know. I need to. Uh. So Android Q... Uh, has been boring me. I've got it booted up, of course, on my Pixel 3 XL. You know, it's either that we've had it since, what was it, March? It's either that we've had it since March, and I'm like, eh, I'm kind of like over that that newness. It's whatever. And uh, Or Android Q is, oh, it's super mature, as you say, and apparently everyone on Reddit says, oh, it's a mature OS. You're not going to see big feature changes, blah, blah, blah. Get out of here with that. Like, I... That's not fun, though. That's the whole point. It's not fun anymore. Got to innovate. Got to innovate. So Google's not doing its part then to keep it exciting for me. No, I'm, a spo- I'm a spoiled, rotten child. <laughs> well, Google just copies everyone else at this point. Exactly. Being honest. Be- 
Exactly, because Samsung and OnePlus and these guys are, are years ahead of them in terms of features that the users actually want. Oh my god, we're finally getting a dark mode. Uh, I mean, OnePlus has been given that since uh, OnePlus One, I think, back probably. in the, the Dizzy. Pro probably, yeah. You know, at least theming options. Yeah. Even Samsung has been having themes for a long time. You can change up the way the system UI looks. So, man, oh man, Google, you got some catching up to do. Android Q is boring by the time it releases in August or whenever, October, who cares. Um, we'll have had it uh, since March, since my birthday. Uh, so, man, it's not that it's boring, it's just that it's not as exciting as it used to be. I think that was the main point I was getting across. Uh, you know, there used to be lavish events and all this stuff, and the statue unveilings, and, like, we still get that, but it's just, it's not the same as it used to be. And, so, there were counter-arguments. The Android beta program is fantastic. Yes. You know, the ability that people are able to get in there and squash the bugs before Google releases it with all the bugs. Uh, the fact that other OEMs can get in on the action, Nokia, Sony, OnePlus, etc. The fact that these people uh, can get in on these early Android builds is awesome. So, it's a win it's a it's a win-win situation, except for me. If you're a spoiled rotten as a child selfish and, and, Android blogger, yeah. <laughs> exactly, it's not good. But for everyone exactly. else, it's actually we're in not a bad place. Yeah. No, I'm just desperate for the hot takes, man. I'm just I'm digging You've deep. You've had for some em. takes this week. You, you really have. <laughs> really have had some takes. So, so my third sort of thought is I, I I agree with what you're saying because there used to be like we used to hit IO. Or whenever they decide to unveil it, oftentimes at I.O. and unveil that next version. And they'd say, like, here's all this. There would be, like, this huge Android section at I.O. Right? And they'd talk about, like, all the cool stuff. And a lot of times they'd put out, like, the first preview build at I.O. Like, I don't know how many years I was sitting in I.O. trying to type up the keynote and, like, also flashing whatever Nexus phone I had or whatever, right? Good times. Yeah, and so then we'd spend that entire day going, here's all the cool stuff in this first build that we found. And you had this, like you said, you had this kind of like big unveiling and all this stuff. And then now it's like the first beta or dev preview, whatever it is, drops in March. So two months Ahead before. Yeah, and all they do is write up a blog post and they kind of reveal a couple of features and then they change some stuff. And then the next one, maybe they reveal something, they change some stuff and then we get to IO and now they just kind of go, all right, we're in the third beta and they spend all of two minutes talking about it and they go, well, here, just flash it. And they put up the screen that says like, Q with all the features to spell out the letter or whatever. And, and like it kind of shows them stuff. And then we get another preview and then we're at stable and then we're like done. And so, yeah, you don't get that big, here's Q, here's all of the amazing, like when Apple just did WWDC or no, they just had a, not WWDC, they just had like a developer event or something. They announced the new mm -hmm. iOS, right? Didn't they just so. do something like a week ago, two weeks ago? But anyways, yeah. they like spell out everything, not everything, but they have like this big presentation on all of the new cool iOS stuff. Whereas right. Google does a little bit of that, but it doesn't feel like it was it's as grand as it once was. And so, yeah, like part of the exciting thing was, here's the new version. We now know it. Let's all, everyone dive in at the exact same time. Now there's like kind of this slow trickle out. And then by the time it's stable, you're like, well... We've been on two stable builds for two months now. Thank you for the stable build. And then at that point, 
it kind of goes back to being negative because then we just go, all right, how long is it going to be before all these other a-holes update their phones to it, right? Like Samsung people and whatever. And so then it kind of like takes away. And then by the time those people get it, you and I have been running it for a year and we're like, wait, what's new in Q again that we need to tell all these Samsung? It's very, so it's like, Dude, right? because it's so spread out now, yeah, it kind of oh, lacks yeah. some of the fun. So again, it's like an entitled blogger thing where we like sure. the excitement of just all crashing in. But um, yeah, in, in the end, it's probably a good thing because everyone gets to test it. There's more devices on the beta program and everyone can kind of play now. It's it's just not quite as exciting as it once was. But it hasn't helped get Android out there sooner to people. I think, and I think, I think that, this year it probably did some. I think P oh, was dude. definitely adopted the fastest in recent years. Now we got Motorola straight up canceling Pi updates. Oh, yeah. You got Samsung who took until, what was it, February? Hey, they started uh, in January, I think. Late February. January. But that's early for them. Oh, that's early schmurly. That's like a, still it's like, five it's like two to my months, months early. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so the the beta for Pi released in March. March. And then they got it almost a year later. So the beta does not help. No. It may have gotten better. It, it didn't it, really it helped, help. It helped a little. It's not, LG's it's, out here just not updating well, phones. <laughs> Radio silence. Come on. That dude. is what I was going to say. It might have helped Samsung a little bit, or maybe they just acted like they cared a little bit one year. And then OnePlus has gotten better. It didn't help anyone else. It didn't help Motorola. It didn't help LG because they don't care. They don't want to put the resources into these things, which has always been the problem, right? It's never really been about like how hard it is to upgrade, I don't think. It's always been about whether or not these companies want to put the resources. Investment. Yeah, because remember when Motorola cared and was cool for like two years? And, yeah. and they put out, I can't remember what build it was, like... I don't know if it was Lollipop or KitKat. Remember, like, the week Google released KitKat or something like that? Like, the Moto X got it the same week or within seven days. And and Motorola did that for about a year just because Google was, like, actually powering them. And they cared. And they put the resources into it. It's just these other companies just don't care. So. Yeah, Eric Ortiz says, LG's Software Upgrade Center is pretty much a joke. Yeah, what you don't know is that that Software Upgrade Center is actually located in Chernobyl. And so they haven't been able to get in there to update your phones. They're very sorry about it. Uh, they just built it in the wrong spot. Rashad Gaddis says it was KitKat. 19 days after Google. KitKat. No, good. Rashad? Rashad dropping knowledge. Dropping big knowledge. Yeah, I mean, it was something like that. So, yeah, the companies can't get... Remember HTC for about two months, they said, we're going to get... What was it? They said, we're going to get these updates out within... Was it 15 days? It's the 15-day oh, yeah. promise? And you and you and I tracked insane. it, and it didn't even last two months. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, again, a re, probably a... Uh, uh, not a resources problem. Well, it could have been a resources problem. Remember, they were failing. Could've. But it's it, that's it's just a commitment thing. When they wanted to do it, they did it, and then they just decided no longer to do it, so... Yeah, and that's why I think we will always praise those companies who can get it out quick. We understand that Essential is basically only using AOSP, and uh, they're able to pump out these updates super quick. But if you can get updates out quickly, then we're going to praise you for it. So I know Kellen's about to go off on Big Bomb Dono Don. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to let you. You want Big Bomb Dono He's Don. Back. He's back. Big Bomb Dono Don just dropped a $100 donation and says, Ooh. get my new Chewini in three weeks. So it's Aww. game on. Chewini. <laughs> I don't know what a Chewini looks like. I should look that up. It sounds like. Oh, man. 
sounds kind of like a dirty word, but uh, it's probably a cute mm-hmm. little pup. It's a cute little pup. It's a little weenie, and uh, I'm assuming. Big Bomb Dono Don oh, just dropped a hundred pounds. Big Bomb Dono Don, you are crazy, man. That is amazing. Dashoon Chihuahua, a Chihuini. Oh, so it's like a mix between a Chihuahua and a Wiener Dog. Dashoon, yeah. Oh, that's probably a cute little thing. Yeah. Oh. Don, you big beast. bomb, Dono Don. Beast. Little doggy. Congrats on the new pup too. Thank you, Don. It's going straight to the Oregon Humane Society. They're gonna love you. We're gonna put your name's gonna be on the check. What a beast. <laughs> it's gonna be from DL and Big Bomb Dono <laughs> Don. That's crazy. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate that. That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, back to Android Q and Android updates. Yeah, I think I think I'm with you in that. We're just a little bored. And then as we mentioned, like Google just they they're playing catch up. And it used to kind of be like, a, yeah, they're kind of playing catch up. Now it feels like they're really playing catch up with most stuff. There's been little innovation on the side of Android builds. And I think part of that is because they kind of save the innovative side for pixel phones. Like they put stuff in pixel phones. Like that's where they spend time making the camera app, right? Like there used to be just a basic Google camera app. I think that almost anyone could have. And now it's like the pixel camera app where not everyone can have it. Right. Except for the people that have like ported it over and stuff. But so they've spent some time improving software stuff on the pixel side. Whereas the Android team is like, let's just get this up to par with the rest of the ecosystem. So unfortunate, but that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, since you mentioned it, let's talk about Motorola for a second. That was going to be a slightly later topic, but let's just get right into that now. Uh, Motorola this week, as you mentioned, uh, said that the Moto Z2 Force, which is two years old, I think, as of like right now, I think the phone was announced sometime at the end of June, a couple of years ago. Uh, they said the Moto Z2 Force, it, it's actually funny the way they worded it. It was like in a forum post. And they said, some or a few of the Moto Z2 Force models in the U.S. are not going to get the Pi update. Let's see. Let me see exactly what they said. Oh, yeah. For, they said, quote, for a variety of reasons, some U.S. Moto Z2 Force models will not receive the Android 9 Pi update. End quote. Some means all of them except the Verizon version. <laughs> so... We don't know what the variety of reasons are, but the Verizon version is getting it because it needs Pi in order to work with that 5G Moto mod so they can say that they have another 5G phone. Um, but yeah, saying some there is not exactly accurate because um, it's three quarters of all Moto Z2 Force phones. In fact, again, it's all of them except the Verizon version. Um, so yeah, Motorola is... I mean, because HTC just doesn't really exist anymore. Motorola is at this point like the king of being terrible at software updates. Uh, the Z4 came out and I asked them in a pre-briefing, I've talked about this a couple of times now, what are you guys doing for updates? Are, are, how long are you going to support this phone? And they said, we're only guaranteeing Android Q. And they, and, and they wouldn't say anything about monthly security patches. So Motorola... They are, if, if you buy a Motorola phone, what's funny is I wrote this like three or four, four years ago where I said, if you care about software updates, don't buy Droid phones. I, I specifically said Droid, Motorola Droid phones at the time, but now it just kind of falls into all Motorola phones. If you care about software updates and security updates, do not buy Motorola phones. They will not be updated. Shame on them. Shame. Well, yeah. Shame. Yes. 
it's not it's not ideal. Um, if you got the phone on Verizon, I guess you're doing all right. But, yeah, then you get pie for your two year old phone. Yeah, not great. No, it pisses me off. And as we were just talking about Motorola, when when some Google execs were running the company at one time, and they cared, 19 days, and they got updated. And now, uh, yeah, 19 days. Now they're committing to one major update for a phone. Not good. And all right, on a Verizon note, though, visible. Everyone know visible. Visible no. is a visible is a care a wireless carrier owned by I, I believe it's at least backed by Verizon and some former Verizon people work there and stuff like that. Anyway, they're a prepaid they're a prepaid carrier who sells Verizon service, and it's all done within an app. So they call themselves like a digital only carrier or something, but it's prepaid service on Verizon's network. It costs forty bucks per month, and it's unlimited data, talk, text, and they even give you hotspot data on it. Um, they support some Android phones. Like their their list is not very big. You can check. They have like a bring your own device IMEI checker. But why they're in the news this week is they dropped their speed cap. Um, so they used to limit download speeds to five megabits per second, which sucks. I mean, five megabits per second is you can still do daily stuff, but if you ever want to download anything, like you better be on Wi-Fi. Uh, they dropped their speed cap, so you should get full Verizon LTE speeds. And at 40 bucks per month, kind of a good deal, assuming you have a supported phone. Um, you know, Verizon has a bunch of different, like, official Verizon prepaid options. I think the cheapest is, like, 35 bucks, and that gets you, like, one gig of data or something. Yay. So, so at 40 bucks, unlimited high-speed LTE the hotspot's still capped at five megabits per second, but um, yeah, that's kind of a good deal. I actually have it running on. They said that they're soon going to sell the Pixel Three A, which I'm still using. I popped a visible SIM into this to see if it works already, and it does. So I'm using it on this thing. We'll give it a run. We'll run some speed tests this weekend. I can't do speed tests in my house because I'm still in the Verizon black hole of service death or whatever. Um, and I get like two down here, so I can't really <laughs> test. But if I drive two blocks away, I get like usually like sixty down. So We'll run some speed tests and we'll uh, report back on whether or not it's worth it. But at 40 bucks, though, seems like kind of a no-brainer to at least try it. Somebody asked me that yesterday on Twitter. They're like, should I leave Verizon for Visible? And I said, well, don't leave them. Just try Visible for a month. It's 40 yeah. bucks. There's like no contract. Just try it for one month. If you like it, then sure, then do it. That's the great thing about prepaid is there's no contract. All right, that's Visible news. God, we got a lot of Verizon news. Now we're transitioning into bad Verizon news. Uh-oh. Yeah, so uh, back in February, actually, we should go way back, way back. I think it was September of last year, we caught wind of a uh, a new Verizon device locking policy that went live on like the Spanish side of Verizon's website that they didn't remove in time, and we captured it. And it said that they were going to put forth a 60-day SIM lock on phones, um, there was also some other stuff in there um, that talked about like the lock wouldn't come off if you hadn't paid off your phone yet and some of those things. And that term, those those that verbiage, I should say, did not stick around um, because in February, well, after Verizon got really mad at us for sharing that, by the way, they got like really mad at us. Um, then in February, it comes out that sure enough, the report that we had, had from six months earlier was true and, and they were going to come out with a 60 day SIM lock 
policy, uh, but they needed the FCC's approval because the C block spectrum rules they agreed to years and years and years ago prohibit that from happening. Um, so in February, they asked the FCC, and, and we know the FCC loves them some wireless carriers. Uh, you know, they're uh, the head of the FCC is to work for Verizon. So anyway, we, we expected them to give them an approval. And sure enough, this week, they got the approval. Um, the FCC kind of said like, yeah, we're not going to agree with you that you're the wording of the C block rules say that you can keep devices locked. We don't agree with that, but we're going to grant you a waiver so you can do it anyway. Like it was like the, they tried to go, we're a neutral nonpartisan FCC and, uh, no Verizon, you can't say that, but you can do whatever you want is kind of how that played out. So they got the approval and they've already acknowledged that they will soon uh, put forth a 60 day SIM lock policy. What does that mean for you, Verizon customer? Uh, if you buy a phone from them, it will be locked to their network for 60 days. And then after that, it's supposed to automatically unlock and then you can take it elsewhere. And they say it's to deter theft and fraud and all of that stuff. And that's probably like a good majority of that's probably true, but we know not all of that's true. Like for years, T-Mobile's done those promos, particularly with the Pixel phones when Verizon had exclusive. And they said, buy your Pixel of Verizon and bring it right over to T-Mobile. We'll pay off fees and whatever, and you can just use it. Well, now with 60 days, you can't do that because it's locked for 60 days. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of annoying. You know, they say it's a small percentage of people that ever buy phones and then switch right away. But if you do buy, and let's say you move or whatever, you decide Verizon's not for you, you can no longer just do that. Your phone is locked to them for 60 days. It seems well, like yet, such an anti-consumer move, and I guess it's not surprising coming from the anti-consumer FCC we've right. got right now. Correct. Unfortunate, but it's very it's Verizon being Verizon, so yeah. they're trying to they're trying to protect their customers. That's what they say. Yes, it's a solid argument. Yeah, uh, but their new policy, which hasn't started yet, it will very soon. Um, again, it should automatically unlock your phone after sixty days, whether you've paid it off or not. And that was kind of one of the holdups previously was that maybe they were going to try to keep you locked if you hadn't paid it off. But the FCC, I must have said like, no, you can't do that either. So they changed it before they went live with the policy in February. Uh, Brandon said, doesn't T-Mobile do this already? Yeah, so there's a difference. So AT&T and T-Mobile have SIM-locked phones for a long time. And in order to get a T-Mobile or AT&T phone and take it elsewhere, you have to you have to meet a whole bunch of criteria. Like your phone has to be active for probably up to 60 days on some of them. You have to pay your phone fully off. There's all sorts of stuff you have to do with those, but that's because they didn't agree to these special C block LTE spectrum rules that Verizon did that said they would not lock them. That's the difference. It's not that SIM locking is illegal or well, it's bad. I don't think it's, I think it's a bad thing, but it's not like it's illegal or prohibited. It's just that Verizon agreed to not do that in order to license spectrum. And so now they're like, well, we want to do it. And she's like, you could do anything you want. We love you. Yeah, we do. So that happened this week. So just know if you buy a Verizon phone very soon, again, the policy isn't completely active right now, but it will be soon that your phone will be locked to them for 60 days. Guess it is what it is. No change in carriers. Somebody asked me on Twitter if that meant if you bought an unlocked Pixel, say from the Google store, and you took it to Verizon and activated it there, would it then lock? 
And I don't have an actual definitive answer for that, but that seems like a big no-no. I think it's only phones sold by Verizon. I mean, I don't think if you take an unlocked phone, and I can try to get an official confirmation on this. I don't think if you buy an unlocked phone and then go to Verizon as like a bring your own device thing, they're going to lock it for 60 days. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. I don't, it shouldn't I don't have work, definitive though. either, but I, I don't think I so. I don't think they can do that. Yeah. I think it's if you buy it from them. I'm pretty sure it's just if you buy it from them. It doesn't that the only thing is like the FCC document that was put out this week doesn't say that, but that's got to be the case. And I hate to give them the benefit of the doubt there, but oh, never can't no. anti-consumer FCC. <laughs> uh, we have five G news this week. Uh, Verizon, yes. Verizon announced two new cities: Denver and Providence. That must be Providence, Rhode Island. I don't know another Providence. Neither do I. Uh, Denver is live right now. Providence goes live July 1st, I believe. Yep, July 1st. Um, Denver, Colorado. Big things Welcome to the future. Yeah. Uh, of course, this is limited. It's 5G ultra wideband, which is millimeter wave 5G, which is like hotspot 5G, which doesn't ex- stretch very far, which doesn't work through buildings and doors. Uh, but it's fast if you're standing next to one in direct line of sight. Um we have a post on it if you want to read it, but it lists out the specific like neighborhoods, like near Coors Field and stuff in Denver, right? Um, so yeah, it's it's limited, like like always with Verizon's five G. Uh, AT and T lit up Las Vegas yesterday, and uh, by doing Las Vegas, they now have five G in twenty cities. Of course, you can't actually get on that network unless you're a business consumer who buys a hotspot or the Galaxy S ten five G, which is again only available to AT and T business customers actual everyday consumers on at t cannot actually get on that 5g network which is weird what is wrong with this word? i don't know this is such a weird rollout and then t-mobile out of nowhere announced this week that they also are firing up 5g in parts of six cities six of them they would be new york los angeles las vegas dallas cleveland and atlanta uh hmm. they were kind enough to share some maps <laughs> uh their maps I- are yeah well, you know, they kind of had to because when Verizon announced 5G Home uh, last year, T-Mobile yeah. ripped them, right, for not having maps of their coverage and who could actually get it and said this is not available anywhere. So T-Mobile kind of had to put out maps and, you know, their maps don't show much 5G anywhere, which is expected. We knew this stuff is limited, but uh, New York, a big oh, portion of lower Manhattan, Midtown, all that is is kind of covered. Um, and then it looks like Brooklyn has some coverage. Brooklyn, but like in Vegas, there's a couple of hotels that might have 5G, and then a couple spots downtown, and that's it. it's really there's not much. And then Dallas is like a couple of blocks here and there. I mean, we're not talking about coverage. We're talking about yeah, we got a couple towers, couple couple blocks. Yeah, and T-Mobile says downtown. specifically that you have to be outdoors. <laughs> They said it was an outdoor thing, not an indoor thing. It's definitely an outdoor thing. It says now available in select outdoor locations. So if you were hoping to have that Timo 5G in your office, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have it. Pretty wild, pretty wild. So anyway, the big 5G news all over the place. Uh, let's see. Uh, just something you should be aware of. Google has an auto delete function now live um in your my activity dashboard so if you don't want google to track every single one of your moves and keep that history forever which it probably is right now you can actually delete your location or web and app activity data 
Um, and then you can set it so that it automatically deletes in intervals. So right now they have options for keep until you delete it manually, which is basically keep forever. You can have it delete after 18 months automatically or three months. Um, so to do that, you just go to, what is it? Myaccount.google.com slash activity controls. That's, that's where you'll find them. You can do it on your phone, computer, whatever. Um, so yeah, if you don't want them keeping data for a really, really long time, you can have it just wipe out every three months, which you might as well do. <laughs> I don't know why Google needs to have your life history. I don't really know why it needs that. Hey, might as well. Why not? You could, though. I guess you could. Uh, in big gaming news, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is basically the follow-up to Pokemon Go from the folks at Niantic, is now live. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Have you played the search it for more money? No, I I, I won't be. Um, Sad. It's, I I like Pokemon more than I like Harry Potter, so I'm not really like big into the world. Um, the it's movies little... are cool, uh, but no, I'm not gonna get swept up in casting spells. <laughs> no thanks, I'm good. I I'd much it. rather be out there with Pokeballs. Well, so yeah, so I played it for well, I should say installed it and set it up and ran through the <laughs> tutorial in my office here, yeah. and. Uh, it's much more complex than Pokemon. Like Pokemon Go, like it looks like it. Yeah, like I could just walk around and throw some Pokeballs, right? I don't really yeah. need to do much. Like I can do. I didn't have to go do battles and stuff. I was just collecting <laughs> Pokemon or whatever, right? Yeah. Harry Potter, you have to. First of all, you kind of have to know the Wizarding World well, and oh, then calm down. And then on top of that, there's like daily challenges and other things and you have to keep this book of characters you've collected which is kind of like the pokemon go stuff but there's like potions and i mean it's like i feel like it's very much more in depth and i just don't have time to be learning how to play harry potter wizards Unite, especially because i just sit in an office all day like this yeah i get and that was kind of what was cool about pokemon just go outside catch them all like it was cool um yeah i don't i don't want to get lost like I'm stuck in the muggle world, dude. Like, I don't want to take platform. I think you're nine, supposed to be saving the muggle world. I think that's like the whole point of the game. So, you know. I myself am a muggle, so I don't know what they expect from me. I can't. <laughs> I just don't. Maybe I don't I'll, care maybe enough. I'll try it again. Well, so my wife, who just walked by, she is a. She's m- the biggest m- Harry oh, Potter yeah. fan ever. And she's not playing it at all. Uh, she installed it and so also walked through the tutorial. I think she also just like, look, I have time to like learn and go do this. So yeah. who wants to do all yeah, that? Yeah. So she, I don't, she's not even playing it. I don't think. So and we one, got one jobs. Of her best friends is also the biggest Harry Potter person ever, and I don't know if she's playing it either. So. Eh. Mm. Pokemon was just easy to do. You didn't even really have to was. know it. You just did it. No, you just, just jump in and do it. Yeah. All right. Weird. Uh, final two topics are polls, and we'll do some trivia. Uh, right. We asked full gestures, buttons, or a combo of the two. Basically, I ranted a little bit on how I think full gestures are terrible. And uh, so then we put a poll up to see if everyone agreed with me, which usually no one does agree with me, by the way. Um, and so in asking that gestures, so full gestures got 49%, combo of both got 29%, and buttons got 22%. So you people are weird. They're gesturing? People are gesturing. I So I personally, Weirdos. I like Google's weird pill button combo thing. Yeah. Uh, I like that because I still have a home button to tap. 
I don't like swiping in areas that don't exist. Like one plus's gestures, I can't stand because there's no like identifier at the bottom, no visual to tell me like where to swipe. Samsung does, but I just don't like swiping because gestures, there's like so much more room for error and that sort of thing. I like a button. Apparently people like gestures. I'm disappointed in everyone right now. Yeah, me too. I'm not a big fan of the uh, the gestures uh, we got going. I use the combo personally, the pill and the back oh, button. The pill's great. The, yeah, the back I button I could do without. If I could get a little swipe on the pill gesture to go back, I'd be fine with that. I guess that'd be cool. But but I like a physical button. Well, it's not physical. It's virtual. But you know what I mean. I like the presence of a button. Have you used Android Q's full gestures? Because they are awful. I like, don't think so. Oh, my God. They're so bad. They're so bad. Is that so the swipe bad. from the back and, or like swipe back? and So it's like yes, from the, side from the, the sides. Display. Yes. So it's yeah. swipe up to I don't even know what it's trying to do when you swipe up. It sometimes goes into a, a, a an app switcher. But if you're on the home screen trying to like get it to override the app drawer and then it is such a mess. And then, yeah, there's the side swipe crap. I just like the pill. Just give me the pill. I'm good. Give me the pill. Joey mentioned Motorola's version is is the best. Motorola has a pretty good version because it's it's a physical gesture pill button kind of thing at the bottom, and you swipe back to go back, and and, it, and it's actually pretty solid. Um, and Motorola is just one little gesture away from matching that, or I mean, Google's one little gesture away from matching that. Yeah. Anyway, you guys are weird. <laughs> Weirdos. Uh, and then finally, we ran a poll a few weeks ago that said, what was your least favorite Google phone? And then we followed that up with, what's your uh, what's your favorite Google phone? I just want to share the uh, results. Pixel 2, 2XL. Everyone loved the blue-screened Pixel 2XL. People Band. love that phone. Band. 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 Yeah. Band. I thought I had one later, but I don't. I mean, it was like the build on it because it had that soft touch back, the coating of plastic basically around metal instead of being glass. Like it felt, looked great with the two-tone little color block action, the little orange button. Pixel 2 XL was great. Uh, and the Nexus 5 was right behind it, which is not surprising at all. And Man. then people liked the Pixel 3 and then you had 6P in there. At the very bottom, and I'm guessing it's probably just because no one owned it because it was super limited, was the Nexus S. I had that bad boy. I had one too. I had a white one. Hummingbird processor. Yeah. Sick little hardware. Yeah. Gingerbread. That was a sweet phone. But uh, it was kind of a cool little phone. It was the first with NFC. Yeah. It did nothing, but it had did NFC. Nothing. It like did tags or something. It was really yeah, tags. Well, we were yeah, we were talking about putting those tiles around, like you'd put one on your desk to yes. connect to like Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like the phone already does that automatically. Why do I need a tile well, anyway? Well, initially they wanted it to just be like a also like a check-in service, right? Like which was I don't think it was the Nexus or maybe it was the Nexus S where around like Portland was one of the markets. Yeah, Google Maps or yeah, whatever the places, or Google Places. Yes. Yeah. And it was like, it just busted and never worked and no one cared. And they wanted you to tap on like windows and stuff. And everyone's yeah. like, why am I going to do this? That's stupid. Yeah. Better than Foursquare. I mean, at least you didn't soon. have to tap on a window. Foursquare, oh, Foursquare does still exist. Well, but, but it's not a check-in service anymore. I just remember Swarm you is. took that stuff very seriously. Oh, I, oh no, I still use Swarm. I still check in all the time to everything. It's one of those things like... Weird. Kind of like Hangouts, right? Like my whole family and some friends are on Hangouts and they all still use Swarm. And like, we I don't know why we do it because it's not like I have a hundred people, but like 
my dad and so my these people mom can just and my know brother. where you are constantly and all that yeah there's like a handful of us that actually check into stuff all and like a couple other friends i don't know why we do i think it's just because we've done it for so long that we just sure. do have it yeah it is like a habit thing it's it's so yeah swarm is like my secondary hangouts yeah i guess if you want these major corporations to track you so be it oh i'm sure the data they're selling on me is fabulous money oh yes oh look at this guy brewery 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 Uh very cool well we know to serve him beer ads that's good i wish i got more beer ads they're not doing their job (laughs) uh all right it's that time it is that time it is that time it's trivia time oh there's the lights uh it is trivia time at this uh at this moment of the show topics done trivia lights are on your 144p stream is hopefully up refresh if you need to get that crisp crisp connection uh we have five questions and we will give five people prizes google play credit today 10 bucks to all winners and uh if you don't know what we're doing we're gonna put a a question on the screen and tim will read it aloud and if you're watching live in youtube chat you just type out the answer and if you're first you win it's that simple it's super easy and we'll call uh, out your name there'll be a bunch yeah. of people answering at the same time but but don't worry but we'll, we got we'll call out who is first on our screen uh, this week we've got a semi-acronym edition. We've got a couple oh. questions here that deal with acronyms. Uh, so we hope you've been brushing up on your acronym game. Get ready to type. Get ready, Get ready to, to type. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm ready for question number one if you're ready. I sure am. Question number one is up now. What does RCS stand for? Mm-hmm. Ooh, get ready to type. Again, what does RCS stand for? I need the whole thing. Spell it out. Ortiz get that that quickly. Oh, goodness. Eric Eric knew it was coming. He's like, oh, acronyms? They were talking about RCS? I know he knows. He was totally pre-typing that. Yeah, Eric Ortiz with the correct answer of rich communication services. I mean, that was like, I feel like you barely got done saying that. He was like, oh, I know this one. God, he's, he's just so good. Yeah, Brandon says, get out of the driveway. Get him out of the driveway. Oh, no, there he is. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there he is. Good to have you back. Ridiculous. Okay. (laughs) Question number two, please. All right, question number two is up now. Okay, what year did Google acquire Motorola to the tune of $12.5 billion? Again, what year did Google acquire Motorola for $12.5 billion? I think I just saw Ben Jacobs with the correct answer of 2011. Ben Jacobs. That is correct. Ben Jacobs showed up halfway through the show and was like, hold on, I'm eating lunch. Don't start trivia without me. Har, har. Har, har, har. And then comes back, dominates it. (laughs) Gosh. Ben Jacobs, congratulations. I'm scrolling through now, and he was right with 2011 and then like, 10 lines later he typed 2010 and then he like he just kept going that first guess you were right with the first good one yes man congratulations <laughs> that's too funny yeah Ooh, and then he was the only person with the right answer for a while until jackson neatered anyway all right let's all right. Just keep it moving on question Keep-o. number three please question number three is up now 
What version of Android did the original Galaxy Note launch with in 2011? Again, what version of Android did the original Galaxy Note launch with in 2011? Did Nick Fisher just get that off the rip? Wow. Yep, Nick Fisher with the correct answer of Android 2.3, a.k.a. Gingerbread. Man. Nick Fisher, congratulations. All right, Nick, was that a guess, or did you actually just know that? Because that was as fast as that Eric Ortiz. That is wild. That was I probably thought, his favorite phone. I thought it was going to be one of those that scrolled forever, and everyone's just going to be spamming out numbers, and he just goes, nope, 2.3. Ridiculous. Did he Nick Fisher, say, congratulations. Totally he said. That's wild. Hell That's of a guess. Hell of a guess. Some of these people blow my mind. Yes, they do. All right, so we've got three winners so far. We still got two to go. Two to go. Let's go with uh, question number four, please. Question number four is up now. What processor processor <laughs> powered the 2012 version of the Nexus Seven tablet? Again, what processor processor? Ugh, that is a weird word. Powered the 2012 version of the Nexus Seven. Uh, I'm s- yep. I'm seeing Eddie Daniels Eddie with was the quick. correct answer of Tegra three. Tegra three. All of our winners have been extremely fast today. Super fast. Uh, Eddie Daniels with the Tegra three. You guys got to let me finish the question that second time. Come on. <laughs> Too fast. It's so rude. Not a lot of people me. knew that one or even came close. He's still like I'm scrolling through. Oh, there Ben Jacobs had a Tegra three way down there, but yeah. And Eddie was just. Just knew it. That's yeah. Good. Brandon Fisher with just the straight Tegra. Don't think I would have uh, accepted that. It's got to be Tegra 3. Why? Yeah. Uh, Sandoval in the chest says, what's a Tegra? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. If you got a Switch, you know darn well what a Tegra is. Excuse? Which version is that running? The Tegra X, like mm. third gen. What's in the shield? TV? Is it a Tegra, Tegra it X? Like, except it's like first gen. I thought it had like some other kind of name. I thought it was uh, just like T one or something. Dude, it might. There's been, uh, there's too many. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the parking anyway, lot of my house. Yeah, everyone is out here. Yeah, we've got uh, we got one more question to go. It's another acronym. Oh. So prepare yourselves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Question number five. Here we go. Question number five up now. What does LTE stand for? Again, what does LTE stand for? Get ready to type. Who's typing? Who's typing? Riggs. 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 Riggs Royana? I'm going with Royana with the correct answer of long-term evolution. Riggs. Sharath, Nick, Eddie, all close there, but Riggs was uh, Riggs was first. Riggs with the Man. quickness. Riggs, super quick. Congratulations! Congratulations! And we we do accept uh, typos, uh, just in case. As long as we understand what you're trying to say, we do. Not that he did. I'm just saying we do allow typos. <laughs> Limited typo yeah. exceptions. That's right. Exactly. Uh, so congratulations. Fabulous. Uh, Eric Ortiz, Ben Jacobs, Nick Fisher, Eddie Daniels, and Riggs Royana. You all win $10 of Google Play credit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw my email. I'm sure all of you have my email, but just in case, I'm going to throw my email down in the chat below. 
and you're going to email me, and then I'm going to send you uh, $10 of Google Play credit. You're fabulous, Brizos. You're so sweet. Yes. Google Play credits. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell yeah. So USA Today. 45 minutes. 45 minutes till kickoff. Is that what they are? Boot off? What are they kickoff, saying? Yeah. Sorry, kickoff. Uh, before we talk that, though, last reminder, if you want to donate to Oregon Humane Society, now yes. is the chance. This is the final show for them. After after this show, uh, I don't. We'll, we'll decide soon. I don't know if we'll start right away next month, but we'll pick another charitable organization and start collecting <laughs> for shipping and start collecting uh, donations for something else. We, we might give it a month or so. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it. Um, we've got a short list of, of organizations we want to uh, help support, but for these two months, this is the last show. If you want to donate to the Oregon Humane Society again, you probably have free $2 super chat. If you want to use that to donate, you can totally up to you, totally up, up to, to you. you. Um, but yeah, I think we put together a good chunk of change, Woo. and uh, I'm excited to total Woo. it all up and let you guys know exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, uh, as uh, Curtis Black asks, he says, "What's the total being donated?" We'll have the total for you yeah. our, our on our next show. Uh, Chaz Doug- Douglas with the two dollar donation, Tech Matter with the puppy dog and the kitty cat emoji, twenty dollars. Marvin with the dollar, Bircher with the dollar, Marvin with another dollar. Andrew Eden, save the animals. Birds are with another dollar. Uh, Tech Matter, very generous. All of you, very generous. Thank you guys so much. I know OHS is going to be thrilled yeah. um, with any amount, but yeah. I know you guys have been super generous over the past two months. So yes. we, I don't think we can wait. Eddie Daniels with another two dollars, save, save the animals. The animals. Larry Mitchell with the Rich Communication <laughs> Services. Uh, cl- Click the live answer. button. Yeah, correct answer. Just a little late, Larry. So sorry. Um, you must have paused the show or something and came back. I don't know. Either either way. Congratulations. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, Larry, we love you, man. But that that was a good. T- that was good timing, dude. Wow. So yeah, thank you guys so much question. again for the generosity. Incredible. <laughs> Larry first. thought he was first. <laughs> Too funny. That's Too good. funny. That's good stuff. And Big Bomb Dono Don, who, I mean, the dude is a legend. Uh, donated a, a $100 today for the OHS. That, that's ridiculous. Getting that Chewini soon. Big oh. Bomb Dono Don. What are you going to name it, Don? Ryan with the two bucks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. A bunch of big donations. You guys are crazy. Love the support. Yeah, we're uh so for, for whenever our next show is, <laughs> next week is the fourth of July week. Um, so there's a chance like for next Friday we do a show. It's the fifth, but it's kind of like a weird vacation y kind of week. I'm assuming yeah. there's probably not gonna be a ton of news to talk about. So my guess is two weeks we'll have the first show where we'll then have the total and we'll tell you guys we'll do the donation we might not do the donation on air because i don't know how that would work but we'll do the donation tell you guys how much it is it'll be fabulous um i don't have any guesses as to how much but i think we got a good chunk of change to be able to uh like hundreds of dollars i'm pretty sure to give to the oregon made site so amazing job you guys thank you so much for supporting them it's gonna feel good it's gonna feel good uh anything else women's world cup if you're not watching it starts in 43 minutes usa versus france gonna be huge there's no other sports there's no other sports going on i mean the u.s men are playing in like 
some cup and it doesn't really matter. And they're the smoking everyone. Cup. That's right. They're doing the gold cup and like the timbers are a part of the US Open Cup. There's like two cups and the World Cup. There's so many cups. I can't even keep up. The Women's World Cup's the only one that matters. So <laughs> Larry, stop playing trivia, dude. It's over. Oh, jeez. Larry just rolling in. <laughs> He's like, ice cream sandwich. Anyway, all right. I hope everyone has a an awesome weekend. Uh, if anyone goes to see that uh, or has seen that yesterday movie about the Beatles, please hit me up on Twitter and let me know how it is. I'm no. trying to figure out if I should see it or not because the critics are like, they're booing it. But yeah, I love so I asked the my Beatles. brother, who's also a huge Beatles fan, I was like, you going to yeah. see that? And he's like, nah. And I was like, really? What? Yeah. And he was like, I heard an interview with the guy. And he's like, oh. I just was like not really into it. And I was like, okay. It is like the greatest premise for a movie I've ever heard. And like, Seems how do you cool. screw that up? I don't know. So I guess apparently they did. Apparently. I'm pissed about it. It's too bad. Yeah. Too bad. Anyway. <laughs> Larry. Uh, all right, Poor cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck, Larry. Larry, Larry, I think you'll get the last one. You got one more question, Larry. I think I think you might win. We believe in Larry. (laughs) Oh man! All right, Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Episode two oh seven. Can we tell you guys about the next show? How much we're uh, we're donating? It safe weekend. We're Droid Life. Peace. Peace.